Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 401 on the clock. Sorry, I had to take care of some business there. That's why we were a little late coming back. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. We got a, a Gwynn versus the fans coming your way. Yes, we do. Now, yesterday, did we have a winner? Did we end up getting a winner? We got a tiebreaker winner. Tiebreaker winner. Tiebreaker, tiebreaker. Yeah, we got some... uh... We got some better questions today. (laughs) Got some better questions. Why do we have better questions today, Scrape? Because I actually worked on them. (laughs) Because I... I I get... In his defense yesterday, it it didn't appear as though we were going to actually play because we didn't know if Chris was going to actually be here. And then we the last minute decided to to play, and then we realized there were not very many questions. So yes, that we're better is prepared true. today. And uh, I I do get like major anxiety during the show. I, I know as the time cl- like goes down until Chris versus the fans, I I sit here and I keep working on the questions, and then sometimes I look and I'm like, oh no. I only did two questions today. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when the anxiety gets me going. That's when you see Scraby in rare form. I don't know if it's that (laughs) rare rare. because he gets there quite often, I must say. Uh, Scraby, what's the uh, prize we are searching for? We are going to be playing for a qualification to Las Vegas and a two-night stay at Westgate Las Vegas, dinner at Edge Steakhouse, and two tickets to Manilow at Westgate Las Vegas. Join Barry Manilow for an unforgettable evening at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino International Theater. Enjoy show-stopping performances from Copacabana to Mandy and Can't Smile Without You, all while experience a night of illustrious showmanship. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com to see Manilo at Westgate Las Vegas. Indeed. All right. Without further ado, let's get to Gwen versus the fan. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, mm, mm, mm. now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know Jen for. Gwyn versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. See, I even remembered to get the Gwyn in there this time. That was that was fun. I'm, I'm happy for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we do have full phone lines for the contestants, and uh, we're going to get going going here in just one second i have to ask or i have to tell you the rules you have to make it through three questions each question will get more difficult if you get the question right you move on if you get it wrong and uh 
Tony gets it right, you are eliminated. If Tony gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. And I just came up with this right this second in my head. But the reason that I didn't do questions yesterday is because I didn't want them to be on the sheet that you can see. So that is why I didn't do questions yesterday. Because you have access to the main sheet. Is that what you're going with? I did not put them on the main sheet this Mm. time. Is that what you're going with? That's what I'm going with. It's my story and I'm sticking to it. Fair enough. Uh, If you're a first time player. Wow. I was late. Man, I went into (laughs) that too. Did we not do that yesterday? I don't think uh, we, we did. didn't. We didn't. See, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. All right, here we go. <laughs> here we go. I need to get the uh, call. If you're a first time player, they'll let us know before you get into it, and you will get the first question for free. So let's go to Rich in Chula Vista. Rich, how are you doing? Good, fellas. What's going on? Not too much, much. Not too much. Not you ready much. to go? Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year to New you Year. as well, sir. All right, here we go. Yeah, question. I mean, I'm- Ready to rock. Question number one. What sport is featured in the movie Cool Runnings? One of my favorite oh, movies. Oh, my favorite. Walk-sledding monster. <laughs> <Indeed>. Nice. <laughs> Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. <laughs> I just wanted to sing that. It's I a, love it's that. A brilliant, I mean, if you think about it. It's a brilliant idea, right? It is. Get some sprinters. Yeah. You only have to be your best ones. That just want to be in the Olympics. Get some sprinters and take care. Now, the other parts you're going to have to really work on, But as we learned in Cool Runnings, but the yeah. sprint parts you got. Yeah. I like it when Sanka, he's like, hey, you dead? Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> and his lucky egg. Okay, I can talk about this movie all day. But we will move on to question number two for you, Rich. What former cowboy legend was honored at halftime in this past game? Oh, it was the coach, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson How about is correct. He had a very unfortunate belt buckle incident where they showed him on TV, but he was adjusting his belt, and so it was very unflattering <laughs> for him. It's like, of all places, you're going to show him while he's adjusting his belt. Uh, all right, here we go, Rich. Question number three, you get this right or Tony gets it wrong, and you are qualified for Las Vegas. Here we go. What was the name of the guy who was in the middle of all the Michigan football drama this year? What was the name of the guy who was in the middle of all the Michigan football drama this year? He was suspended or he was kicked off the team. He was the guy that is supposedly behind all of that. I guess Harbaugh, but I don't think that's it. Mm. It is not. But maybe Tony. We we did talk about give, this guy. Do I have to give first and last name? I'll take last name. Stallions. Wow. I only knew his last name. Wow. I'm sorry, Rich, but thank you for playing. That was good playing those first two questions. What's um, his first name? Connor. Connor Stallions. Connor Stallions. Yeah. Did you see that he attended the game at the Rose Bowl? I did, and I saw people trying to make a big deal about it. I mean, I think it's kind of weird. He can't come to a game. He's not even work, working for Michigan anymore. Uh, yeah, but it's kind of weird. What? How is it weird, right? <laughs> uh, he got kicked off the team, and he got he's no his, longer on he the got staff. his head coach suspended game or got the head coach suspended games. Okay, I think it's weird to go back and 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 visit the team that you were removed from. You don't think it's weird at all? No. Okay. All right. Maybe I'm just weird. Let me ask this next. No, you person. weren't the only one. I saw a bunch of people think that that was that was you newsworthy. Know what? Let's go to Cesar. 
I, I know Cesar. I Cesar, like Cesar. What's Cesar, up? do you think it's weird that Connor Stallions showed up to the game at the Rose Bowl? Uh, I don't know, guys. It's Chris Ello back with you guys. <laughs> That's a better Chris that than I do. That, question, baby. that was good. That, that was good. It's a little weird. You weren't the only one who I saw, you know, kind of feeling the same way. I think sometimes our disconnect is that you are an athlete and I was never an athlete. I just, if he's been fired, kicked off the staff, he doesn't have these credentials, he's just in the, the crowd like a regular fan. I don't see a problem with that. Okay, so 97.3, the fan. Now, if he would have been on the field with, like, credentials, that would have been That would have been weird. weird. I, okay. So uh, 97.3, the fan, has a huge opening day broadcast. There's going to be 500 people there. I'm fired, like, three months before that. If I show up, that's Wait, weird. Wait, they're having a huge broadcast? Yeah. Like a 97. Michigan's broadcast. A 97.3, the fan broadcast. Yeah. That, that would be weird. Or, like, weird. a day of broadcast. That would be weird. That's this the is a same game, thing. But no, it's not. It's a game between the Michigan Wolverines and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah, and this is a broadcast from 97.3 The Fan. If I show up, everybody's going to be like, That's hey, all dude. 97.3 The Fan people. Michigan aren't the only people filling that building. Hey, that scrappy guy got fired. He's over here. <laughs> I'd welcome you with open arms. Oh, I know you would, and I appreciate that. I don't think everybody would. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go, Cesar. Question number one. What color is the eight ball in billiards? Black. There we go. Nice. Question number two. What former NFL player sits alongside Scott Van Pelt during Monday night football postgame shows on ESPN? Mark Slurrett. Stay there, though. I feel like I've seen a couple people next to SVP. Oh, is there more than one? I think what you're looking for is Ryan Clark. Okay. Yeah, I've also seen Booger McFarlane up Post game guy. Yeah. I feel like I've seen him on Do here. we owe Cesar another question? No, because he didn't get it right either way. No, that's true. All right. Sorry, Cesar. I tried <laughs> Sorry, to get you another Cesar. question. We'll, we'll talk to you again here soon. Uh, good good point. Yeah, Ryan Clark is who I'm thinking because I feel like he's just been the guy now. He, he I mean, he's been the guy pretty consistently. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, let's go back to the phones, and let's go to um, Arnold and Mira Mesa. Arnold, you're up. Yeah, good. Happy New Year's, guys. Happy, Happy New, New Year's, Year's to you as well. Uh, are you a first-time player? Player! Uh, thank you. I was you. ready that time. I don't no, know why... not a first-timer. Okay, okay, I don't know why I asked you, because it's against my own rules, but here we go. In which sport would you perform a slalom? Repeat that again. In which sport would you perform a slalom? Tony's doing it into the camera for all you. Um, skiing. Skiing is correct. Yes, nice job. All right, here we go. Another Olympic question. Who is the most decorated female gymnast in Olympic history with seven Olympic medals in a single games? She had a little controversy over the break too. Did she? Well, well, she did. Her husband. Simone Biles? Wow, Simone Biles is correct. What's this controversy? I didn't hear this. Well, her husband. It wasn't real controversy. It was stupid controversy. But her husband did a, a little spot on Pivot with, ironically, Ryan Clark. Okay. And made the insinuation that he was the catch, not her, even though she's Ooh. the all-time 
Uh, was winning buddy, his... you got to rethink that. <laughs> that's the kind of flack he was getting. I didn't think it was that big a deal, but that's just. I funny. mean, she's the most decorated Olympian was, of all time. By, I don't even know. By his the name. way, she was sitting. She was sitting right next to him. During maybe the that's interview. a thing they fight about or something. <laughs> maybe it's not. Maybe it was just a or throwaway comment. Yeah. Not not smart though. <laughs> I will say <laughs> he learned that the hard way. Apparently. All right, here we go, Arnold. You get this right, or Tony gets it wrong, and you are qualified for Las Vegas. Question number three. Former NFL linebacker Bill Romanowski ended his career with the Oakland Raiders. What other three NFL teams did he play for? Well, he was a 49er, for sure. Okay. Oh, gosh. That's one. That's an obvious one. Uh, I don't know that. It's Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Stay right there. Tony has to know these as well. I'm going to ask you again while he coughs. Former NFL linebacker Bill Robinowski ended his career at the Oakland Raiders. What other three NFL teams did he play for? Oh, excuse me. Are you okay? Um, the, the Broncos. Okay. The Niners. Okay. I can't say the Raiders, right? Because that's I gave I, you that one. Did he, did he play for the Eagles? I don't know. I'm going with it. It's in my head, so I might as well. I just gave you the Chris look, but that is correct. <laughs> like that is so annoying. I, 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 vaguely, I don't remember him playing I for them. Sorry, I vaguely remember him in Good an job. Eagles uniform. That might have been his first stop. Really? Yes. Okay. Might have been. I don't know. No, no, he, uh, no. He played for the Eagles like briefly. It was, was like two years. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Um, let's go one more contestant, and then we will do a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Let's go to Matthew. That's what your phone says here. Matthew, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's going on, guys? What's up, Matthew? Are you ready to play? Yeah, I'm a first-time player. First-time player! Thank you very much for that. (laughs) We will go straight to question number two. Here it is. This might be an easy question number two. (laughs) If you get a snowman in golf... What score did you get? What is that again? A snowman. If you get a snowman in golf, what score did you get? Snowman. An eight? An eight is correct. Nice recovery. (laughs) Wow, that was a nice recovery. Yes, it's a snowman looks like an eight, so there you go, snowman. Okay, there we go. Here we go. Question number three for you, Matthew. I personally had never heard of this before I saw this in a, in a trivia book. Which umpire position on the field is known as the rocking chair? Uh, the home umpire? The home umpire. Uh, stay there. No, stay there. Uh, listen, I've been in baseball my entire life. I, I know. I've never heard of this. I, I had to look this up because I've never heard of Can it Can I hear a question again? Which umpire position on the field is known as the, rock, the rocking the chair? The rocking chair. Yes. I mean, well, thank you for guessing home plate and that being <laughs> wrong, because that just leaves me with, with three answers here. My guess at this point is going to be the third base coach, oh, third base umpire, because he probably has the least amount of action of the other three, other four, I should say, or three. 
I, That's right. Sorry, oh, Matthew. Thank you for playing. It was the third base umpire. And the reason that they I was say going this, to guess home plate when you first said it, and then Matthew had oh, me out there. Just a luck of the draw there. <laughs> really? Uh, so the rocking chair is false. There was actually, because here's how, here's how I came about this in my research. Someone once said that an umpire in third base sat in a rocking chair so he could see the entire field and he didn't get tired, basically. And so they called it the rocking chair position on the field because the umpires would sit in the rocking chair. Well, they did right. some research. No one ever sat in a rocking that chair on the field. Right. But in the 1800s, late 1800s, when they started playing a game, rocking chair was kind of known as the third, third base, base guy. Yeah, makes so. a, It makes some sense now that it's been explained. I did, but you also said, there, said something heard. interesting about uh, getting the least amount of action, and so they sit down. Yeah, so uh, it makes sense. just kick it over there. Yeah. That's what my mind went to. All right, tiebreaker, tiebreaker, Bill Romanowski. Is our guy today since we just asked about him. He started with the 49ers, by the way, went to the Eagles, went to the Broncos, and went to the oh, Raiders. So it was the second that. team. It was the second team, yeah. All right, uh, let's go to our tiebreaker, tiebreaker contestant, and we will go with Mario. Mario. Hello. What's up, Mario? Mario. Are you ready? What's up, guys? Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to New you Year, as well. Man. All right, uh, so I'm going to ask Tony a question. He's going to give me a number answer. You're going to guess, Mario, if the actual answer is higher or lower than what Tony said. And, Tony, how many interceptions oh. did he have in his career? How many years did he play? He played through my best 16, actually. 16 years? Six, well, six years with the Broncos, six years with the 49ers, two years with the Raiders, two years with the Eagles. All right, so six years, 16 years this is my Chris Ellen impression. Uh, uh, about uh, two interceptions per year. Carry the five. We'll go about 32. 32. All right, Mario, is the actual answer higher or lower than 32? Mm, let's go higher. Let's see. Higher. Incorrect. I'm sorry, Mario. It was 18 interceptions in his career. So it's about one a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went a little too high there. All right, let's go to our next contestant. Uh, I don't have your name because I wasn't able to screen it, but your area code is 678. Are you there? Hello? Hello. Hello. What's your name, sir? Junior. 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 What's up, Junior? All right, Junior, you ready to play? Yeah. All right, hang on. You got a tiebreaker question. Here we go. Tony, how many games did he start in his NFL career? Uh, so he was playing 17-week seasons, correct? Yeah, yeah. So 16 years. Let's say how many games did he start? Let's say um, 97. 97 is his guess. Junior, is the actual answer higher or lower? Uh, I'm going to say... Higher. Junior? You are correct! You have won the Gwyn and Chris tiebreaker, or Chris versus the fan tiebreaker right now, because he started 222 games in his career. That was not Congratulations, Junior. Stay right there. No, Chris is usually pretty close. Um, Pretty incredible. He didn't miss a game in his career. He played all 16 regular season games in his career. And he didn't miss a game until his final year in 2003. That's, That's remarkable. Playing it's, football. It's playing linebacker yeah. and being a crazy guy like he is. That is remarkable. Indeed. Hang on the line there, Junior. Oh, man. Okay. We'll, we got to get to break. Mark right. and Chris on the other side. Here's some traffic. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Give me your top five toughest events. Nolan's definitely up there. He, he gets me, man. He's a really tough out. Goldie, Manny. Manny, when he wants to, can kind of hit whatever. Yeah, just depending on what he's looking for. He's got good baseball feel. Dexter Fowler, you remember Dexter? God, De- really? When he was in Colorado, I don't think I ever got him out. The numbers are bad. I haven't faced a lot of guys in the AL yet, like Judge or Vladdy. I don't face those guys enough. Sometimes it's those guys that are like the platoon righties that get in there, like Austin Slater with the Giants, Wilmer Flores. Like those guys, honestly, Tatis gets me too. So there's plenty of guys on there. Solid four, though. I got a solid four. <laughs> Soon to be, and I don't know if soon to be, but an eventual Hall of Famer, Clayton Kershaw, giving you his rundown on, on really his top four and then a few others that are his toughest at bats. Man, I know why Fernando the, is, he's yeah, homered a lot he's off homered, of He's homered in a big way yes. off of Kersh. Uh It was interesting to hear Manny, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, if if you know, if you watch Manny on an everyday basis and you know anything about him, that fits the part, right? He said... Manny really can hit anything that he wants. It's just a matter of what he's looking for in that particular bat. And I am of the thought that I think Manny sometimes is so good that he he gets bored. And so he'll go up there and be like, you know what, I'm I'm looking slider this time. No, just please just hit the pitch, Manny. I'm I'm looking whatever. Because, I mean, Manny Manny is is at the plate is honestly that talented when it comes to – there isn't – he doesn't have a hole in his swing. If you get him out, it's because – Timing may be off, or he was looking for something else. It's never because, oh, we've identified a spot where we can just go to and throw, and we'll be able to have success. What about a slider low and away? He he swings at those from a righty. You talking? Oh, about. from a righty. Yeah, from a I righty. Guess, yeah. uh, okay, but when he's not, you see an MV, uh, uh, what runner up in yeah. the MVP That's two true. years ago. Yeah, you know now. Manny was banged up last year, and I think that has way more to do with his numbers being down than anything else that you can come up with. His numbers are quote unquote down. I don't. I don't it, know it, how it, many yeah, home runs please, he finished let's with. Let's use but... that with a caveat, yeah. Please, because uh, the rest of the league would the the league average is, is far below where Manny was in every category. Yeah. So, uh, the rest of the league would pretty much love to have. Oh, a, he hit just uh, thirty home runs last yeah. year, ninety-one RBIs. <laughs> 
He finished as bad of a year as you may think, man. He had. He finished nine RBIs short of a hundred. I can hear all. He the, still yeah. had thirty homers. What did he hit average? Well, this is where the uh, two fifty eight, and that is a lot higher than what I think of people. Many people assume. And his OPS was low for his career average, which his career average eight twenty nine, but his last year OPS was seven eighty two. Yeah, that's that's injury. That's banged up for me. To me, in my opinion. Ugh, 30 home runs. Oh, that's a bad season. Book it. If you just go through his his career numbers, 30 is a prevalent number in his in his uh, home run category. With the Padres, this is kind of fun. With the Padres, he's hitting 275. He's hit 138 home runs, 431 RBIs, and he has <laughs> played in 657 games. He's coming up on – ow, wow. I don't know why I said ow. Uh, he's ow, coming, wow. <laughs> he's coming up on – this will be a sixth That's season what I was with the this Padres? Is, this is his six, going into his sixth season as so a Padre. So he played with the Orioles for seven years, and he will finish as a longer-time Padre than he will an what Oriole. His, what were his – can you add his numbers up as an Oriole? As an Oriole, he was 283 batting average, 162 home runs, 471 RBIs. By the way, this is two more years. Seven years. Oh yeah, so this is going into six. So yes, this is two more years. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Keep going. What was it? uh, 286. 283, 162 home runs, 471 in the RBIs, and he played in 600 or 860 games. And how many were the Padres? You said three seven or two seventy. 275, uh-huh. 138 home runs, so, 431. So he has like 24 less home runs. He's probably, he likely is going to pass that total in a year early home run-wise. So he'll do year. more with Padres than he will with the Orioles. In his first six years, yeah. how many RBIs is he behind where he was as an Oriole? He's only 40 behind. So he'll pass he'll that. Get that. He'll have better homer RBI numbers in six years with the Padres than he did in the seven he had with the Orioles. Now, granted, one of those was a rookie year. You can maybe chalk that away. But either way, he's on par, basically, with what if you discount his first year as an Oriole. His uh, OPS plus for with the Padres is the highest out of any team he's played for in his career at 131. For, yeah, yeah, I guess he played for the Dodgers for a half a season. That's 66 games, it says. He's pretty good, in case you forgot. All right, uh, let's get to break. When we come back. Big five. We Lots reco- of great stuff. We recorded it earlier. Yes. You guys might find this kind yes. of entertaining. <laughs> More going to Chris on the way. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, well, day two of the Big Five in 2024. Chris in Colorado, Tony and I here in the Odyssey Palace at 97.3 The Fan. And the Padres are starting to fill up their bullpen. We were talking yesterday about how I was getting nervous. What's new? 
But, you know, names are coming on, are coming to the team now. Number five. And with the news of the Padres, they're signing closer Woosuck Go from the KBO. Ooh, that rhymes. Woosuck Go from the KBO. <laughs> the bullpen is starting to come together. You have Tom Cosgrove, Yuki Matsui, and Adrian Morajone as the lefties. And righties, you got Woosuck Go, Eniel De Los Santos, Stephen Kolek, Luis Patino, Robert Suarez, and Stephen Wilson. So, Chris, you're up first. How does this bullpen look to you right now? Well, before we go any further, I have a question. Yes. Are you sure it's not Woo Suk Go? No, you're right. I don't know. I, I okay. actually don't know. Because I really don't know that the guy wants to be known as Woo Suk Go. That just I, I doesn't don't, sound like a, a name that the guy would want to have coming into a ball game. Okay. I'm just being, you know, I'm just trying to be his PR agent ahead of time here. Yeah, we probably uh, need to get a, a, an official we enunciation. Get a, we got to confirm confirmation before, on the before we continue to. Let's just call him for now, Mister Go. Mister Go. Go, and Mr. then Go. once we get an official readout of name, yes. then we can go with it. Okay, yeah. I'm looking for I, it while Chris talks. Well, it's, yeah, well, you see what you can find. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, John Heyman says he might even be the closer. So yeah. uh, that's pretty pretty high praise. For somebody that you know is just joining the organization, especially when they signed Matsui with the idea that he might be able to battle Robert Suarez for the closer job, now they bring this guy in. So, you look, a good bullpen can mask a lot of you know faults elsewhere uh, on the ball club, and we talked about it yesterday. The Padres are probably done when it comes to signing twenty-plus million-dollar ball players uh, this off-season. But it doesn't mean they're done. I mean, they're going to continue to piece together this roster. And I said, A.J. Preller is very good at adding pieces in January and February leading into spring training. And I'm sure he has a plan. And I think it's just, you know, be smart of all of us to sit back, relax, and watch it play out. Um, Tony? I concur. Uh, I think, um, first, I don't know that Luis Patino is a, a guarantee to be on this uh, in this bullpen. However, I also have taken notice that you know, at least according to the reports that have been written, the Padres, you know, really have three closers. That's a good thing, right? And and even if they don't all turn out to be closers, which they won't, um, you it sounds like you got some pretty solid arms in the back end of your bullpen. Um, Suarez searching for that first full healthy season could go a long way in helping, and it also further. Gets you starting to think about the pitchers the Padres received from the Yankees outside of Michael King, that they may be, you know, given a chance to start because the the bullpen is starting to at least a couple of them. Um, uh, bullpen starting to fill itself out, and you know that's that was the strong suit of this ball club last year was the pitching, and so um, don't know if it's on par at this point yet, uh, but certainly the bullpen is, is starting to shape up. All right, I think I may have found the correct pronunciation. This of is this. a may. This is a may, but I'm going to go with it because it sounds better than woo in what I said before. Uh, it's suk, like look or took. So yes, there you go. So suk. woo, much better. Suk, go. Much better, Scrabble. Yeah. I mean, it's the last you can. Yeah, I know, I'm, but you I'm just to assume American, American, okay? <laughs> to I'm assume that the poor guy's name was suck. <laughs> It's just not right. I wasn't saying right. it. You, know, you, actually, you definitely said that. That is not... I, I don't think that that is the English word in his name means the same thing. Listen, I, conference, whenever that is, my ears, will, my antennas will be up. Because that will be the first time we get a chance to know how it's actually pronounced. Well, until yeah. then... And, and you and I both know that S-U-K does not spell the English word suck 
But don't tell that to Philly fans when he's warming up in the bullpen. So, <laughs> That's uh, exactly right. Please tell me that the guy's name is actually going to be pronounced Sook and we'll be much better off. Well, that's what I found, so. All right. Number four. This has always been a thing, but now it's really a thing. Shohei Otani signed a $680 million or $700 million contract with $680 million in deferrals. And now Chris Sale is also going the deferral route. Somehow his $27.5 million salary for next season, the Braves are only paying him a half million dollars next season with $17 million coming from the Red Sox, who previously had him, and $10 million deferred until 2039 for Chris Sale. And I guess there are a lot more players than we, we think with the deferred salary thing, but maybe not the numbers. Um, how much, Tony, how much tweaking do you think they're going to need to do on deferred salary next time? It's up for discussion. Zero. You know, really? Zero. This is craziness. Everybody right now. can do this. It's not as though there's only a select few that can't. Literally everybody can do it. Now, everybody might not think it's good business, and so they choose not to. But you don't need to tweak anything. This last deal, I mean, most of that's being paid. It's 18 coming from uh, one team, another pay and a half a mil, and then another 10 deferred over how many years? 2030? Uh, Until 2039. Like, I think that's when he gets the money. Oh, okay. Well, you know, if he wants to wait that long. That's 15 years. So what? Then it might, it better go on that better, luxury tax why in 2039. It's it already going to be, it's already accounted for. This deal was already done. I'm not so mad at the Braves. I'm just like, this situation You're to me is crazy. You're up in arms about nothing. Everybody can defer money. And they can get it pushed away the same way the Dodgers did it. Because I know that's what you're referring to. I'm I'm past that. No, you're not. That's I'm why saying, you're so angry about this. No, I'm past it because we're moving forward in this direction. I want to see something better than, hey, we're going to sign you to seven hundred million dollars. So let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If the Padres sign the next big deal and they decide to defer it, are you going to have the same energy? Sure. No, but you're not. I, but you're what not I'll say, have the same energy. But what I'll say is they're just doing what everybody else does to preserve themselves from being whatever. It's ridiculous. Chris, are you, are you in on this conversation too? Sorry about that. Do you think they need to tweak this deferred salary next time it's up no, for discussion? No, I, I really don't. And number one, number two, this has been going on for thirty years. Yeah, for real. It's just come to light now with the Shohei Otani thing because it was such a big number. Don't forget Bobby Bonilla, who retired from baseball twenty-five years ago, is still making more money per season than most major league baseball players. From the New York Mets. In fact, they have a day every summer called Bobby Bonilla Day. <laughs> yes, they do. It's he, only a million bucks, his, though. When he collects his money. But, but, but that's because it was signed for 30 years. years ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's still he's still select, collecting it. I mean, again, look, the, you can't take away how the, the, the way that somebody wants to get paid their money. And, you know, honestly, I think it's good for both sides. Number one, it's good for the team because they can defer some money and get some other players. This part's important. Number two, I think it's really good for a lot of these athletes yes. who, you know, are going to need money 15 years down the road. It's 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 like a built-in savings account for them, and I think it's a very smart way for many of them to go the, the, instead of getting all of these millions of dollars right now. That's right. Most people, non-athletes, reach their financial peak in, you know, their 40s, 50s, right? Athletes got to make that early, and then they got to make it last for the rest of their life. And, unless they're going to, unless they, you know, are wise enough to I'm sure there's some do some other thing else. Right. Yeah. But 
you know, ideally. <laughs> I'm sure there's if, some jobs that they get. Just out because there. you're a professional athlete doesn't mean you're not allowed to work in the workforce anymore. No, well, okay, you're, I didn't say that you weren't, but I'm just saying if you want to be able to like actually retire, that's how it has to happen. So stop hating. I just want them stop to hating, come down to the level of the common folk like me. Yeah, well, it's a long time for that. <laughs> uh, there are a couple records up for grabs in the final week of the season in the NFL, and two of those records come in one game that actually doesn't really matter, but it does for Puka Nakua because the Rams wide receiver has 1,445 receiving yards, meaning he needs 29 yards on Sunday against the 49ers, and he'll have the new record for a rookie, surpassing the, the, the previous record set in 1960. Then, Debo Samuel needs four yards rushing to become just the second player in NFL history to amass 4,000 yards receiving and 1,000 yards rushing in their first five seasons. The other would be Charlie Taylor, who did it with Washington in 1964 through 1968. Uh, Chris, question yes. is, with nothing to play for, do you go for the records? Uh, well, there's, I mean, Pukanaku is going to go for the record. I mean, unless he doesn't suit up. I mean, first of all, he's got to catch passes from Carson Wentz, who I, who, by the way, I didn't even know was still in the league, and is all of a sudden starting, yeah. starting now for the Rams this weekend. But yeah, he's a receiver. He's going to go run some class patterns. He's going to catch some passes. If he breaks the record, good for him. I, you know, this isn't to knock Puka Nakua. It's just he's the latest to do this. But most of these receiving yardage records uh, have to come with a bit of an asterisk because. You know, for 50 years, the NFL never played the way that it does now. The, and the rules weren't the same as they were even back when Jerry Rice played and guys like that. So uh, it, it's, a, it's a nice record to have. It's a nice feather in Puka Nakua's cap. And I'm sure, why not? Go out and get the record. I, I think you should always try to get milestones that are within reach. And I think Debo Samuel would think the same thing. Um, you crushed Christian McCaffrey for trying to get a touchdown when he was trying to extend his touchdown streak. So... If it's in uh, reach. No, I didn't crush him for it. I crushed the 49ers for being dumb enough to keep mm. him in the game. Mm. Yeah, because he was about to, you know, he could get hurt. Mm. And I also crushed all 49er fans who were rooting for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> do you go for the records? Yeah, I think so. If you're, if you're Puka, I think at the end of the day, your team is already in the playoff. You've clinched. You're not hurt. Go out there and, and, and it's within the realm of the game. You know, if for some reason, like, they get into a blowout and he hasn't gotten it and he's out there running routes, like, in the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter okay, <laughs> that's different. But, yeah, he should go for it. I mean, Debo needs four yards. It's way easier for Debo. Right, he can get in and get out, yeah. right? But then, what if that one tackle but that's is the, the tackle? That's the risk you take, though, if, <laughs> if especially in a sport like football. Yeah, So I mean, every single time. You know that there's, an there's a chance that it could happen that way. Number two. Getting a little nervous. There are reports out of Philadelphia in the Philly Inquirer saying the Eagles have a fractured locker room and it all surrounds wide receiver A.J. Brown. In the report, an anonymous veteran player said, quote, anytime you have bad body language from a leader like that, other guys see it and it's not good, end quote. Sounds like a Jason Kelsey thing to me, if you're asking me. Anyway, you're not. Tony, is A.J. Brown the number one wide receiver diva in the NFL right now? <laughs> I, can't, I can't. We've already kind of talked about the AJ Brown thing. This question uh, is he the number one diva got, of the Stephon NFL? Diggs. No, I still think Stefan has him. 
He has been pretty quiet lately, Stefan, that is. That's true. And he hasn't been getting the crazy I hate games. this question. <laughs> Absolutely hate this question. Um, I don't know. I have noticed AJ a little more disgruntled this year than I remember any time in the re- most recent times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> he doesn't want to answer. I, <laughs> I really don't. Uh, yes, fine. AJ, you can okay. have it this year. Uh, Chris, AJ Brown, number one wide receiver diva in the NFL right now? Well, I don't like the question because I really don't know the answer to it. But uh, there is something I would like to talk about, and I think you're going to be surprised. Wait, just answer the my... question, please. <laughs> well, I don't know. I said I don't know. I don't know who the top diva wide receiver is in the Why NFL. I really, I, I, really, point... I really don't know either. But my it's point, AJ Brown. But I... We know this. That's what you okay, want us fine. to say. Fine. But to me, the number, I think, I, it, here's my point that I'm trying to make. I want my number one receiver to be in contention for being the biggest diva in the NFL. Right. Uh, I, I just think you've got to have that attitude to be a great wide receiver in the NFL. You have to want the ball in every play. You have to be disappointed when you don't get the ball in every play. And I think you got to strut around like you are the greatest athlete on the face of planet Earth. I think that's the only way you can be dominantly successful in the National Football League. The days of Marvin Harrison going out there and quietly going about his business are long over. Jerry Rice, the same thing. In this day and age, you have to want the ball. It has to be a little bit more about you than other guys. And if A.J. Brown is upset that he's not getting the ball enough, to me, I think it's on the Philadelphia Eagles to at least start getting him involved. Four catches for 32 yards in a game that you need to win the division as they did Monday against the Arizona Cardinals, is bad coaching, if you ask me. I mean, if Tyreek Hill gets four catches for 30 yards this Sunday night, the Dolphins are not winning the division. It is up to the Eagles and the play callers to get him involved and get him to where he's performing the ability he can. It's almost like an NBA player that scores 35 a game. Those guys are divas too, and they want the ball. But coaches are smart enough to get him the ball. Yeah. So I, I, I don't... I don't have a problem. If A.J. Brown's number one, so be it. But it doesn't bother me anymore. I'm changing my answer to Chris's answer. Oh, uh, <laughs> it was so well, so well said. I don't want my wide receiver to be a diva I know, because that's... you know what? You know what happens? The Eagles have a fractured locker room yeah, because let, of that Let diva. Debo stop getting the ball. Stop being the main attraction. I, Let's see what happens. Let's see I'm what happens. Necess- you guys know this. I'm, not necess- I'm a Debo fan because he's on my team, but he's done things that anger me, like Continually talking about the Eagles when he definitely it, needs to shut it up. It certainly has proved to be right so far. He so has far. called it from the very beginning. So far, all right. Last one. I can't wait till Debo acts up so I can. No, st- I, I can I just told stare you. at you. I will you. probably be against him when he was in the the club and he had a sign. Someone put a sign that said "Future 49er and he was like giving the no sign back. Like well, I hated that. He, I hated that. It's because he wanted to be paid, and he got paid. He did. Unfortunately, Tyreek Hill had to leave practice early today because of, no, not an injury, but because his house was on fire. Now, I saw some of these uh, videos, and it was pretty scary, but things did end up with the house being the only thing that sustained damage. Nobody was hurt in it, but his family did get out. Did you guys know that this house is 9,000 square feet and has two guest rooms and, like, a billion bedrooms? Like A billion, huh? 9,000 square feet is a pretty good size. How many bedrooms? He needs to have room to practice running patterns. I mean, it's understandable. That's a good good call, Chris. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't remember where I got this information, but I did get that it was 9,000 square huh? foot. 9,000 The billion foot. room. The billion, billion room. The billion rooms. <laughs> All right. So we've already asked, what would you grab if your house was on fire? But I'm going to ask that question again. But you're, it's not about your family. Everything's okay with your family. Everything's okay with your pets. Everything's okay with your electronics. What is the one sentimental item you would run back in to get Chris? Oh, oh brother. <laughs> and my one sentiment. So, I mean, every everything that I need to get has already been gotten. Now, right. I, now I can go back and just get one thing that I really, like, really like. Like for me, just my grandpa has this coin collection and has some pretty rare coins. And I love that he passed them down to me. So I'll go grab that. Okay. Yeah. I, I have real trouble answering this question because I am not a fan of stuff to begin with. And I don't really have a lot of stuff uh, that means a lot to me. I have things that I like that are on display in my office. Most of them are Miami Dolphin related things. I'd love to say that I would get my Sports Illustrated cover of the Dolphins winning the Super Bowl, but that's old and tattered by now anyway. It's over 50 years old. But uh, I, I don't have a lot of great items like that that uh it's just stuff does not matter to me i like to look at it up on the wall but uh i, I that this is a really hard question for me to answer unfortunately i'm sorry tony you know what chris i, I feel the same way I, I i have a lot of stuff that i i like that i enjoy but if my house just finished being burned down and everything that i actually needed to have was safe and and was good i'd honestly be good with that but if you're forcing me to pick something, I, I would probably take my dad's uh, three silver bats. That's where I thought we were going with yeah, this but question. It, something but, like that. But it's certainly, if, you know, they were like, you can run back in there and get one item before this thing burns all the way Which down. Which silver bat are you getting? I would be like, I'm cool. I, it ain't worth it. All right. I mean, I can get I got, I can, you know, I my kids, my that. wife, my dogs are all good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's really my dad's fault because he didn't win any batting championships. <laughs> oh, yes. So I just don't have anything that important that's in my house. So. Yeah, same with my grandpa. Blame it on him. Same with my grandpa. All right, Tyreek Hill's house yeah. is 9,300 square feet. This guy went back and fell. Seven bedrooms, eight bathrooms, a home theater, a full-size basketball court, a massive pool. And yeah. two guests. What surprises you about I would, this? Yeah, I yeah. would expect him to have what a house. I'm not surprised at all by okay. this. I'm just saying okay. it's insane, and I'm jealous. It came up a little shorter. The billion rooms sounded like it did slightly, just a little bit. Mm. <laughs> in your opinion, in your opinion. All right, Chris, that's it for you today. You're going to be going to call some Aztecs women's basketball. Let's go Aztecs. We get back, yeah, Tony. See you guys tomorrow back in studio. All right. When we get back, Tony and I are going to talk about the signing or potential signing of Wu Suk Go. Thank you. On 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.